Hello and welcome to the Spiritual Seeds Podcast. This is a podcast for the spiritually curious among us. I'm your host, Leisha O'Connor, psychic author and spiritual teacher. It is so good to have you here. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. So this week is our first guest interview. Very, very exciting for me. Um, I got woken in the middle of the night about 4am with fierce excitement from my guides and they wanted me to start doing interviews on the podcast. So I said, okie doke. I've learned I may as well, you know, act on this guidance straight away. So I did. And my first guest is Felicity. Felicity is an intuitive mentor and tarot reader. You'll find her at Enchanted by Soul on Instagram. She is a dear friend, very, very close confidant and has been very helpful for me in my spiritual evolution. So I really hope that you enjoy this chat today. We're talking all about her spiritual journey, tarot, Catholicism, all sorts of things. I hope that you enjoy it. You ready, Jenny? What, what, what's with the face? What? I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay, just press record. Press record. Okay. Okay, thanks. Okay, here we go. Hello and welcome, Felicity, to the Spiritual Seeds podcast. So it's really good to have you here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Great. It feels so good to actually like, um, I know you and I are normally like always voice noting each other. So to actually be sitting across from each other right now, not yeah. exactly across from each other, but you know, via Zoom. But no, yeah. it's great to be on here. So thank you for having me. I think if we can imagine a line going from where I am all the way through the center of the earth to where you are, then we won't be sitting exactly across from each other. <laughs> We're We've talking. already got an energetic cord going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are talking about the energetic realm here, of course. So, uh, Felicity, you're a, an intuitive mentor and a tarot reader. Um, welcome, first guest on the podcast. Very exciting for me. And I'm just wondering about uh, your journey to spirituality. Have you always been a, a spiritual, witchy, woo-woo, natural, amazing <laughs> lady? <laughs> you know, I, I would say... Yes, I would say that I have been, um, I've definitely been into this stuff for as long as I can remember, um, specifically though more so probably from the age of 17. I grew up in the Catholic um, church, so the Catholic religion, Catholic faith. So I have that as my background, I guess the foundation of uh, my spirituality, uh, though I wouldn't have the Catholic religion itself as part of my spirituality, but just the actual spiritual aspects of certain parts within that um and so yeah so since I was 17 I got heavily into cards and um the more woo-woo stuff that was heavily in the closet about it <laughs> not telling anybody about uh what I did these uh, oracle cards they were the Doreen Virtue healing with the fairies my very first deck that was gifted to me but yeah I, I've always been on a spiritual journey and path but more consciously and more proactively I would say over the last I want to say about seven years now and when you were younger was that encouraged in your household or was it kind of like no no go to mass and say your prayers 
or did you have a nice balance of both or I know here I it, it's very much um get those tarot cards out of the house you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can imagine um for me I had a, I think I had a really nice balance so I think I got more of the uh, strict don't do things like tarot, don't talk to spirit, any all of that in Sunday school, I would say, um, or when, you know, just I went to a Catholic school as well. But in my household, my mother, who is Catholic, she's very spiritual, though, I would say. And she talks to angels. She um, is very open to a lot of things. So I had a really nice balance with that. Plus, she was very strong on trusting your intuition, always, never questioning it. That was something that was drilled into me since I was uh, a little girl, as long as I can remember. So that I'm super thankful for. Um, so I would say I had a really nice balance, which, which is nice. Mm. Good, good for me because I know some people it's like the it can be the complete opposite yeah absolutely I remember you telling me that about your intuitive side being encouraged and I was just so like what <laughs> you know it's just I suppose quite the opposite of what I would have grown up with so I just find that so um just so lovely like I'm so like that's just incredible you know what I mean that you were taught to listen to this inner voice from a young age and I'm sure that it has gotten you out of a few scrapes and served you well yeah through the years very much so yeah I I remember one moment I think I would have been like 12 or 13 and my mum and I were meant to go somewhere I have a feeling it was for a specialist appointment I can't exactly remember but it was maybe a couple hours away um, from home and I just remember getting this really awful feeling uh, not long before we had to leave. And I remember saying to mum, like, I don't want to go. This, it, it does not feel right. And she said, okay, we'll just wait. We'll just we'll see how you feel. Just give it some time. But she wasn't like, oh, don't, you're like, you're being silly. You know, we're getting in the car, we're going. So she allowed me to listen to that. And I don't know how long time passed. This is so long ago. But at some point, then I went back to her and said, it feels okay, we can go now. And I then remember being on that road and seeing um, like a big uh, car wreck that had happened. Whether or not we would have been there at the same time, whether or not we would have um, missed it, I, I, I have no idea. But I just remember seeing that and being like, ah, oh, and just remembering that and thinking my mum listened to my intuition and didn't question it and allowed me to just be like, okay, now it feels okay to go. So it just, it, it, it was probably one of those bigger moments that I can remember as a kid where I realized how important it is to not question your intuition from one of them. I have plenty of other moments where I've definitely almost got myself into some pretty big trouble and some danger uh, where my intuition kicked in and I had friends being like, no, it's fine. Let's go in this car with these people. And I'm like, oh my God, my intuition is screaming. (laughs) Um, And a little incident had happened and it was, my intuition was correct. Absolutely. And uh, so I've thankful that I had those moments uh, from my mom to really make sure that I did not go ahead and uh, ignore what my gut was telling me. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Just yesterday, you did a live and you're asking people, you know, do you have any, um, I forget exactly what you asked, but um, kind of saying, do you have any tarot decks or whatever? And so many people said that they they didn't when they were growing up and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the word Catholic kept popping up and like people from all yeah. corners of the world like and you said that as yeah. well you know and yeah. I just thought that was 
so interesting I felt very connected through that you know mm. because being in Ireland I think we kind of feel sometimes like we were, we were the only country that was so um subdued and so squashed by it but it's yeah. so not true like it, it's all over the world and it's not to mass bash or anything like that but it's just it's an interesting common thread that you can have with people from all yeah. over the world and it's it's not just a Catholic thing I know but I was wondering do you have any do you feel like you've held on to any of that repression or is it something that you've moved through or like do you still have people that you're like oh god I hope I don't meet that person they're gonna throw holy water at me or because I do (laughs) I I um I definitely rebelled against a lot of it I'm just a rebellious person I don't like authority so to be told not to do something makes me want to do it even more I was definitely shocked with my teen years there is definitely certain aspects though that I would say no maybe not so much with tarot but witchcraft that was a huge thing for me to even disclose that I practiced magic was like oh my god I'm gonna be like persecuted for telling people that I practice magic people are going to be like oh my god she's like she's this evil witch she's you know um putting bad spells out there on people which is this huge uh misconception and stigma around witchcraft and tarot is quite a witchy tool as well because you don't have to be a witch to use tarot but um it is quite a witchy tool I think though there was certain aspects of the tarot that I had fear around uh prior to actually getting myself a deck and it was the stigma that was behind it it was the evil I'm putting that in quotation marks evil because it's not evil it's not dark magic um, or anything like that but you have that so deeply trying someone for so long to condition and to program that into you that even though you rebelled against it forever it's still that tiny little bit of a whisper being like but maybe you're connecting to really bad things and it's like <laughs> but you're not it's 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 at the end of the day it's it's a beautiful tool but it is just a tool at the end of the day it's it's your intention but I would say that there were a couple of things for sure like I didn't even want to say the word witch and call myself a witch like that even freaked me out for so long now I'm like whatever I practice green magic kind of get into some hedge witch stuff I do tarot occasionally I, I might you know hang out with the pendulum the only thing I don't f with and no disrespect to anyone that does it's just not my thing is a Ouija board because I had a horrific experience with that when I was younger (laughs) but we'll just bypass that story yeah okay okay we can circle back at any time if you want we can circle back I mean like if if, if you want to go there we can go there it's just just, this is uh, a a safe space Felicity (laughs) don't worry but I know I would be like sometimes I'm like I don't even want to talk about it (laughs) you know right I don't want to mess with um bringing in any anything yeah like yeah. um we were recently sharing voice notes over with ghost stories <laughs> oh my god all the ghost stories I do you know do you know the reason why I left you on red for like 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 uh until it was my morning because I was like I can't listen to her ghost stories at my night time I won't be able to sleep so I was waiting for it till it was daytime then when I started listening to them and I think I was voice noting you some back that it started to like thunder outside and it started to rain and I was like oh because yeah I was um on a walk that I do like nearly every day it's completely out in the open and it's lovely and I was like I'll be fine it's not night time I can listen to the voice notes now because I knew they were going to be about ghosts and like just in a completely bright 1 p.m like it was just like a lovely day and I was every little thing around me every like rustle in the bushes even like a pigeon kind of flew out in front of me and I jumped out of my skin (laughs) so completely 
Um, yeah, for, yeah, for me, it's just a realm that I don't want to mess with every now yeah. at all. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like there's a difference between bringing in the very odd message from an ancestor, which I do, though it's rare. It'd be like the thing I do the least. And opening up your pathways to an energy, a soul that is sort of stuck here. They're two very different feelings, aren't they? Very different. Yeah. Such a different feeling. I mean, like, as you know, I had so many experiences with ghosts growing up. It's like my whole family, we have, we joke about how many ghosts we've all encountered. Um, there's been a lot, um, but the, the, the energy is very, is very dense and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why I do not want to, I'm the same as you. I don't want to open those pathways. It's just, I think it's fine if some people do, it's, it's part of their journey, but myself's like, yeah, no, <laughs> like Alexis from Shit's Creek. No. That's just not the journey for me. No, exactly. <laughs> it's a journey for you, but it's not the journey for me. Have to channel your inner Alexis in that moment. I yeah. know. I love. I love our inner Alexis. She's yeah. great. You brought me back to um, a memory that I had. It used to really bother me when I was younger, but I think I haven't thought about it for years. There used to be this man who worked kind of. I guess it's kind of a farmhand or something like that. Sorry, the farmhand. That sounds like something from the 1800s. He had my dad <laughs> out in the farm. I think. I think that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I was very young, like five or six, and I. I didn't like his energy because <laughs> I always could read energy. So I didn't know what I was doing. And he was just, he'd give you the heebie-jeebies, you know, that type mm. of thing, or guy. So I'd always look at him with a real sour puss. Like I just would never smile. And he always used to call me the witch. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like I can hear him going, oh, it's the witch. The witch is here. And I feel like now I'm just kind of going, maybe he was onto something <laughs> maybe he was onto something that's right that's maybe it right. was a little message yeah. from spirit that I didn't pick up on yeah <laughs> though I know the word he really wants to say begin with a b instead of a w yeah right <laughs> and you yeah you're just like like you know with uh with energy that's why I always say to people I'm like I can literally read your energy like we don't need to speak to, to speak words for me to read energy and I know you're the same so many other people who are connected to energy and open energy are the same um I always make the joke of like if you go out and someone asks you like oh so what do you do for work sometimes I seriously feel like just being like oh I just look into people's souls for a living just just to be like what sorry <laughs> do that. but normally just being like oh I just I don't know like I'm I normally start with like a I'm an intuitive tarot reader oh what's that entail and then I start talking a bit more and then they're either a bit like and sometimes they get a bit funny and I'm just kind of like, you know what, I should just say I'm an accountant. Most people just be like, oh, that's fun and walk away. No offense to any accountants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accountants are such easy punch bags. <laughs> terrible. Boring. Sorry. Mm. So tell me, Felicity, you have clients now teaching them intuitive skills and you have a tarot school and everything like that, which is really awesome. And you've had a lot of, including me, a lot of clients over the last year since you began Enchanted by Soul. What are like main themes and struggles that you see with people, you know, main blockages and that sort of thing in your experience? The main theme with people, um, which has just continued to push me forward in business and in creating uh, more things for people to help them, is that the main theme is they're very disconnected from themselves, very disconnected Mm. from themselves, or they struggle to have a stronger connection to their intuition, to their soul. And I have found a a theme uh, throughout, no matter what path people come from, that at the end of the day, they're feeling disconnected from themselves and they're feeling disconnected from spirit. 
Some of them have been, were once feeling really connected to spirit as well, um, and even to their intuition. And then through life events, which happens to all of us, it threw some disconnection in there. What they felt with disconnection, because never really disconnected from spirit, they're always there, um, but definitely felt that disconnection with themselves. And so that has been a huge theme I have noticed and a huge reason why I was like, I need to get into here and start going from readings, which I love and still doing, but get into teaching people on how to actually actually connect back to themselves so that then they can connect even stronger to spirit but at the end of the day to themselves because that is where not only clarity comes from not only um just feeling content and feeling whole as well mm-hmm. but also that's where freedom lies and that's where being sovereign is as well yeah do you ever find for all of us i would say for nearly everyone there's all those exceptions. When you're a teenager, you start to lose your spiritual connection. There's definitely yeah. loads of exceptions, but I'd say yeah. we both have a similar trajectory like that where yeah. we sort of lost our connection for a while or lost our awareness of the connection, maybe. Do you ever find, like, we'll say nowadays as a grown up who is very intuitive and very connected, do you ever have times where you just feel like you kind of lose your faith or you feel disconnected from what you've always known? I'll just give an example for me. This was only a week or so ago. And it's funny because I saw a few people saying it on Instagram and other friends said it to me as well. I felt like my guides had abandoned me and I would Mm. like I would try to connect and I was getting nothing. And I know now having moved past it, that the message was because the answers are within, you know, but like (laughs) our favorite, I get get the message, you know what I mean? And it's true. It's true. But I felt so psychically inhibited and it was upsetting and it sort of led to this a real a big old cry and just a bit of a not a breakdown but breakthrough (laughs) you know like it was it was there was a real emotional release that sort of came at the end of it and then of course it it came back like I was Mm -hmm. I wouldn't usually get woken in the middle of the night with messages but I guess because I hadn't received a message in like five days (laughs) it's like woken in the middle of the night and I was like they're back yay (laughs) but it's kind of it shakes your faith in the moment Mm -hmm. I, f- I feel and you know as well as that it's hard when like shitty things happen in your life to kind of have faith and everything like that and I don't know I was wondering if you have experiences around that where you're yeah I definitely have it's interesting for me because now that you talk about this and I think about it so f- for me for example over not not so much a little bit last year but more like about two years before that I went through a lot in my life that was extremely highly stressful um it just was a lot for any individual to go through I I lost around like 10 I don't know what that is in stones or whatever you you guys metrics use over there but in kilos it's a lot especially on my frame and there were moments where I felt very disconnected from my team and I felt almost even abandoned by the universe um Mm -hmm. and abandoned by my team at times but there was always a glimpse for me of, I don't want to call it hope because I feel like hope is, I have have a bit of a thing with hope, but it's like, I just, I, I could see that faith and actually thinking about it. I think what actually helped me through those times was my upbringing in the, in, in the Catholic faith of Mm -hmm. having this, this higher power, having someone like Jesus and mother Mary, who I always feel very comfortable connecting with. And so I feel like any moment where I feel 
disconnected from my team, like from my guys. I feel disconnected from the universe. I just feel a bit lost or even disconnected from myself. And if I can't even access that within myself, then it's like I go back to to the divine and I go back to source energy. And I do credit my bringing through the Catholic church for that. Um, or the, not the Catholic church, the Catholic religion, the spiritual religion of that. It's true, actually. There are real um, foundational things that you get with that. I like that I was raised in the Catholic Church. I don't mm. feel like I'm really a member of that community right now or that organized yeah. as an organized religion. But yes. there's so much of it that I still connect with and so yeah. much of it that has shaped my life and who I am and my my ethics and that sort mm -hmm. of thing like yeah I feel like I'm hugely connected with I suppose Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary mm -hmm. and there's such a foundation there like I am really grateful that I that I grew up with that and it's so interesting but it's also you grow and you kind of get to the stage where you start to sort of separate the two like you start yeah. to for me it eventually spoiled all of that stuff all of those connections all of those guides for me and then you eventually kind of move past that and are like okay I can actually completely separate this industry that we can call yeah. the catholic church literally yeah you know? industry for sure and yeah. the real goodness that originated that it originated from you know and there's such beauty and healing and like real help that you can get from those original messages it's really lovely to kind of come home to it i've actually you know that's what it is i feel very much at home in the energy of uh, jesus and mary and yeah. and all of that crew who would be the guides and the ascended masters or the goddesses or the galactic beings or who are your people who you enjoy connecting with or who, who are your go-tos and like my go-tos yeah I have a few go-tos I definitely do you know I uh, so football first of all Archangel Michael it just I joke about this all the time it's not even a joke anymore he really should start actually paying me for how much I, I, I use I use I thought, him like every you, day all day yeah I thought you were going to say he He's like my boyfriend. I thought you were going to say something like that. No, no, because he's like, he's he's too open to seeing other people. So it doesn't work. He wants an open relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He's not really committed. He's open. So it's not going to really work. But um, Archangel Michael is my go-to for everything. But when I'm in a moment of feeling very, in any space of fear, just fear in general could be fear in life. Okay, fear of the unknown, the uncertainty. Jesus is always someone who I go to. I just feel so comfortable in that energy. Also, Goddess Bridget, she is, oh, I love her. She, her energy is beautiful. She's been around me for many years, though I didn't really actually kind of connect with her until about two years ago. And she is just this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful energy. Uh, Mary Magdalene's another one. Uh, Gabriel, he's always in every single session that I do, whether it's a reading or a mental um, as well. Then I would say... Uh, my Palladian guide, who is a uh, bundle of joy to work with, he actually is the one that helped me put through um, or helped me create my mentorship program, my Uncover and Activate Your Hidden Spiritual Gifts offer, my mentorship program and my Tarot School. So that's that's with working with him. Um, the story of how I came across, I'm just, okay, no, I see. 
so, sometimes I go to say his name on like a bigger level and then I get this no <laughs> I'm going to keep that one out and I'm like no okay that's we do you. that so we'll, yeah, we'll that's for you. you know who I'm talking about though um yeah. I had mentioned his name to you before but basically what happened with Paddy, me we'll call him Paddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll, that'll, <laughs> what are we calling him Paddy <laughs> Paddy okay well, I just thought you said but I had to listen like, <laughs> from my Australian uh, accent to your Irish accent how I came across him was I was doing a automatic writing session which is I was doing uh last year around February and it's funny because automatic writing is something I have done since I was oh gosh like as long as I can remember and it blows my mind that I used to do this as a teenager close my eyes allow the pen to just write and things come out without just like what <laughs> these days and now I always put this like this big like ritual I have beforehand and everything anyway so I did some automatic writing and I just asked for some messages to come through and one of them was this word that didn't even look like English and I remember googling it and it said something so I thought maybe I might get a meaning from there there was something about like a mosque and I was like mm, it doesn't fit so I completely discarded it but he would appear to me always as this beautiful uh very ice blue light would just appear in front of me like not in meditation just in my room would just come through very strongly and I'd feel the presence and the presence would feel very very strong very supportive very calm very loving I then would have a lot of, of my psychic friends around me tell me that I had this blue light around me. They couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, one of my mentors actually had kind of figured it out, but said that I was what the one that was, would end up figuring it out. It was up to me. And it wasn't until I had a session with this psychic healer who told me that I had a couple of Palladian guides. And I said, oh yeah, no, I, I, I do feel that. And then she went on to say, um, they want me to get quite specific with an actual name. So she said the name and I remember being like, oh, that sounds quite familiar. And this is, I, I had that name come through in the automatic writing session in February of last year. And then this session, when this happened, was probably around about, I want to say maybe August. And what happened was, is that she said the name. I said, okay. And then she spelt it out because it's very bizarre spelling. And I spelt it and, and I, I wrote it out on paper and I just looked at it and went, oh my God. God, I've said, <laughs> that's the name I wrote down. And after the session, I went to my notebook and I found it and I was like, there it is. So that's how I can um, completely connected, like put two and two together. And then since then I started to build a relationship with him and start connecting with him, working with him. Um, and basically he said, I'm here to help you with your work. And then that's how we came through these offers and these programs. And so he's like my go-to for um, all of that. So I would say that all of those are my, are my biggest ones, but uh, definitely that particular guide. And then Michael, I would say. Mm, yeah. It's interesting that, you know, that you say like you channeled your mentorship and everything through them. There's so many uses for channeling and for yeah. receiving guidance and for tapping into your intuition or your higher self. It's just incredible that you can receive this practical 3D step-by-step -step journey. You know what I mean? Like that you can receive these this stuff from another realm that it's just, like, like, I'm, <laughs> it's exactly what I do every day, but I still, my mind is blown by it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, same. <laughs> but isn't it just incredible? It's so funny. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. Like there's so much information out there. And when you think about it, 
basically all the information that has ever existed and ever will exist is out there and yeah. you can plug yourself into it that's what I think about how, how it is sometimes it's like I like a good visual it's like the idea of a plug going from me up into this circuit system of the universe and that you can plug into it and I really feel like how do can I tell more people about this there's so much creativity there and there's so much inspiration and aligned action and even when it comes to like manifestation you know like manifestation isn't just sitting on your arse and trying to attract stuff to you obviously that's right, I mean I wish I wish yeah. that's all it was <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> there's obviously aspects of it but you need mm-hmm. to be tuned into your intuition to receive these intuitive hits where you can take the aligned action to bring you to your manifestation it's not always about the what you want coming towards you and mm-hmm. I do think that it, I do believe that it is on an energetic level but you also need to physically move your arse up off the seat and create opportunities for yourself and move yourself physically in the 3d in particular directions and having this connection is vital for that i think yeah and there's just it's like every every occupation in the world maybe except for accountants can (laughs) (laughs) that's not fair some of them are creative use their imagination (laughs) we're probably not going to ever listen to this podcast (laughs) you never know you never know never know Uh, I i don't want to alienate anyone there's just so much opportunity and it's such a boring word but information there's so much information out there and there's so much guidance and sometimes it does take you it does require you to have outrageous amounts of faith because you may only get step one you might not get and you know and where it might you just want. be a glimpse too yeah like yeah exactly. bit. you've got to have faith and you've got to and that's why it's so important to have that connection with yourself and your intuition because when you have faith in the trust of the divine and and your journey but also the absolute closest connection possible to your intuition that's gold in itself that even if you have the smallest glimpse the smallest little step it's like enough for you to feel comfortable enough to just go for it it's so important mm. Yeah, absolutely. And your grow your faith grows stronger in it the more you do mm. it, doesn't it? The more you kind of exactly. see how you know, if you could, I know for me, if I could look back over the last year and see all the ways in which I have followed my intuition or followed the guidance of my guides, it's like, ah, this is so different to if, if I had just been listening to my ego or yeah. listening to certain people in my life, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was wondering, you mentioned earlier, you know, about your guide and getting their name and everything like that. We talked a couple of episodes ago about the different clairs and do you have ones that are particularly strong for you or do you have ways in which you like to receive messages or that you generally do yeah. receive messages or how does that work for I you? so I'm very strong in my clairsentient so that's like probably my strongest it's followed by my clairaudience my clairvoyance used to be a lot stronger when I was younger it's something I kind of cut off a little bit it's starting to reappear for me recently had a like a whole vision of like my and a whole video play of a past life which is quite wild during an NLP session I would say that the uh, my clairaudience my clairsentience is the most it's interesting because certain guides, normally what will happen is, is that if I'm about to open something up and I call in Archangel Michael, I just feel the energy of Archangel Michael come in. But then if I have something come in or my team is coming in being like, hey, I've got a message for this person or even I've just got a message for you, um, I will feel that energy approach. 
Um, so that comes through my Clacentius. I normally feel it depending on who it is, either in my heart chakra or probably around my solar plexus. Then I'll hear the name. So there's like a, which I've already had felt the energy beforehand. I'm like, ah, oh, this, this is Mary Magdalene. And it's like Mary Magdalene. And then, yeah. And then I, and then I open the connection and I completely connect. Um, I do find the Archangel Metatron. It's really interesting because I worked with him so much last year after I had a visitation from him. Um, and then he worked with me for a bit and then, we went our little separate ways and he's come back in recently really strongly. I noticed, I'm like, oh, okay. So he connects like that with me. He connects heavily around the crown for me. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had any other um, angels or ascended masters or goddesses connect as in that way as much as he does. So when he came in again, I was like, I remember this. And it's like, it's extremely strong around my crown um, to, to the point that it gets quite intense. But that's, his, that's what I would say for me um, is how I, or how they kind of connect with me. Mm. And these strong, intense feelings are so par for the course, aren't they? They're just normal, aren't they? They're just a normal, they ease off after a while. But if you are yeah. experiencing a lot of intense feelings like that, it just speaking to the listener now, like it's it's completely normal like to yeah. have these intense feelings like for me it could be like ears burning head mm, pressure ears burning is a big one um sweating sweating mm. <laughs> and it's it's funny like it's it's just it comes and it goes and it, it's like your energy system is getting upgraded and you become mm -hmm. used to the feelings. They're not as intense. Yeah, you do. You can always ask them to, to tune down the intensity a little bit as well. That is something you know? I teach each yeah. of my students is at the end of the day, you're the one that's in charge of your gifts. You're the one that's in charge of your abilities you're like it's like you um can have boundaries with the spirit realm just like you can have boundaries with your mom and your best friend and your partner and some random stranger it's the same thing you can have strict boundaries with spirit with with your guides and they won't be offended by it like sometimes if they come on too strongly i'm kind of like can we back it up a bit just can we back up a bit mm. or when i used to which is something i don't do now but when i would um had uh when i was first starting out and i guess you kind of try some things that tends to well, didn't really try just happened of channeling of past loved ones it's very very different and how they connect with me so um, it's very dense energy because it's so close to this physical realm um, that it's like they come in on my clairsentience so strong point that it got so intense and when I was speaking to a mentor about it she said you can actually ask them to take it off your clairsentience and bring it either to seeing or hearing and so mm -hmm. I did that and then they did, they took it off my clairsentience because that's, I think it's, it's my strongest point for them to go. I can feel everything. I know what's happened. I can get all the information that way, but depending on how this person transitioned or the experience they have with the person I'm sitting across, it can be just too intense for me to even be able to concentrate. And I can start to feel the physical pains of things and the emotional pains. Mm -hmm. So I remember asking one in particular, like um, take it off my clairsentient and, um, and just show me or tell me. And they did that. And then they started to show and tell me. And so it alleviated that. So that's why I'm like, you are, you're the one in charge of how you use your abilities. Now, because when this happens to you all at once, if you're someone that wakes up one day and it's like, bam, smack, all your like clairs open up like crazy, that's quite intense and a very intense experience, which I do have people come to me who are like, this has happened. I don't know what to do. And so it's about teaching, going down to the foundations of the basics of grounding, protection, clearing, um, and understanding those energetic boundaries that, that you can put in place to make the process more seamless but I do want to say when I say intense I don't like mean bad okay so intense does not mean bad it's just amplified uh, energy really it's just an ampl like an amplified experience doesn't mean it's a bad mm -hmm. um, thing
In a way, I think it's actually kind of a good thing, because especially if you're just starting out, having these physical sensations makes it more real for you. You're not just yeah. having to trust what's happening inside your head. Yeah, which yeah is, and I love my clairsentience. Yeah, yeah. But the important thing is to remember that you are always in charge of it. You, know, you can tell them to back off, to tune mm-hmm. it down, to, as you say, like, show me in a different way. Like, yeah. I think they forget sometimes that we're in a physical body, you know? <laughs> yeah, <so true. laughs> it's like, hello, yeah. flesh yeah. and bones here. Yeah. And like, you will never offend your guides because they have no, no ego. They don't, no, they, they, exactly. they don't have ego. I mean, like, literally, I could be like, I'm so annoyed my, with my team and I'll be like, you know, use profanity. I'm surprised I haven't sworn yet on this podcast. Um, yeah, what's wrong with us? But I'm literally just like, no way. I'm just like, just fuck off. Like, <laughs> on our best behavior today. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they're like, okay, Felicity needs a moment. We'll just back off. And they come back and they're like, not offended. I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry. I probably shouldn't speak to like that. They don't care. They don't care. But I do remember when my gifts started to open up a lot because I had them when I was younger. I shut them off in my teen years and I went through some pretty um, horrific stuff. And then they started to slowly come back on. And then when they started to amplify more, and I remember being like, okay, I feel intuitively my soul is ready for this part of my journey, but I'm just going to ask the universe and my guides to take it at a pace that is comfortable for me. And they did that. And so that's what you can do. And there were times that got a little bit too close and I said, no, back it off. Like just, it's too much. And they did and they backed off. So it's, it's, it's important to know, like you said, it's like you're in charge thinking of something there when you were talking about Archangel Metatron they were with me hugely about a year and a bit ago when my clairvoyance really opened up so I was thinking that as you were as you were talking about that and they have come back again for I guess another upgrade and mm-hmm. god I'm being very gender neutral there with they I, <laughs> I don't know Once again, Metatron, how do you identify <laughs> They don't have genders. I know some people who who see Gabrielle as as more feminine energy and some more masculine. I tend to see Gabrielle as someone who has a softer masculine versus feminine, but see, everyone's different. It depends on how Mm. how you connect and, um, and the relationship you have with them. But yeah no gender so it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah exactly I find that and I wonder do you have these experiences as well I find that my guides firstly they are trying to have the crack whenever they can as in they're trying to have fun they're trying to have a laugh mm-hmm. or they're trying to make me laugh like trying to lighten the situation a little bit because I can be very very serious and or I, I take my work really seriously you know and I forget to bring in the fun sometimes so they do make me laugh but also they use images that's relevant to me in my life like recently with Metatron coming in again and connecting more so to my higher self and I've developed this whole other understanding of what higher self means and mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Marvel I've always loved Marvel I just love it it's something that me and my child really bonded over you know so I just have a soft spot for it and, and it's good fun they're good silly movies I can't even think which character it is but Metatron just came in and just left this like helmet down on top of my head and it had like a like a diamond here for the third eyes and he was called it my higher self helmet <laughs> it's like I mean it was quite an intense, but it looked like something from Marvel you know what I mean and it made me laugh yeah. when I was being yeah. really like 
right okay my higher self I'm going to work on my higher self yeah, you know what I mean funny. and they were like would you just can like knock your yeah, on your put on your helmet you know what I mean like, <laughs> it was just it was so silly and playful like it really mm-hmm. lightened the moment and I was like yeah Misha, you're constantly reminded yeah. to have a laugh <laughs> lighten up lighten up yeah have um, fun with it have fun with it yeah do you find that your imagery is very personal to you that it makes sense to you but it may not make sense to someone else and do you think it's always very personalized yes I I would say because it's it's not my strongest point um but I would say that uh when it does come through it is very personalized to me I mean yeah actually yes now I'm thinking of something that happened recently when I had to have uh, something removed from my house and I asked Archangel Gabriel uh, sorry not Gabriel Michael and Jesus to remove it for me once I had cleared it off my energy field and um the, the visual I got that they gave me just it still makes me laugh it was like Jesus and Archangel Michael like lifted this being up like um carrying it like what's this way long ways whatever horizontal horizontal Horizontal. thank you didn't go to math class um so horizontal (laughs) they picked it up like um like Jesus is holding like like uh the shoulders and like the head and Archangel Michael's got the feet and they're carrying it out my front door and then they throw it into the sky into this light it just disappears into light and then it was like it's just gone and that was the visual they gave me to show me that it's out of the house so you don't have to worry now but of course I don't know whether it happened like that or not but it's just the visual they gave me just because it made me laugh and it just lightened the whole situation and which is which is what they will do and I find that it it is quite personalized because to me I find that funny it's 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 just kind of like my would be like my sense of humor so I do find Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah it is (laughs) is because I think as well at the end of the day it's also kind of reminding you like ah it's not so serious right this is this is just like I try to think of having a life as going to school and preferably Mm. like preschool yeah I mean I would have preferred to have gone to a school that taught this kind of stuff (laughs) my regular my regular education exactly yeah Yeah. so that brings us on to your tarot school which you are taking um you're beginning on the 10th of April Yes, 10th of April. Yes. Um, So I'm really excited about this. This is something that has been a long time coming. Uh, It's something that I have wanted to do since I first started Enchanted by Soul, but I myself wasn't at a space of being able to step into that teaching role just then. Other stuff going on through and creating and going through my readings and building my business. But my tarot course is an eight-week course with weekly group calls Um, it's limited space just due to the fact that it's so interactive and basically it's teaching people how to read tarot intuitively just like I did I didn't go um, and get myself a guidebook or anything like that when I read tarot I just went and got a traditional right away deck um, and I just started reading tarot and just started intuitively doing it over time I learned the um, traditional meanings of it so I will be teaching how to read tarot intuitively but then also um, delving into the traditional meanings meanings as well because I do find that the two of them working with the cards together on the traditional and the intuitive side actually really help and really create even more so in a reading it's also a great tool this is a huge part of the reason why I want to um, teach tarot to people is because it's a great way to connect to yourself it's a great way to connect to your intuition to your higher self your soul I mean I kind of think of the higher self and the soul as you know all in one kind of a thing I don't know I feel like it's like um like you're saying before the higher self you've been kind of getting some stuff about it for me one thing just to kind of segue just a tiny little bit the higher self is it's, it's, a, it's a part of you it's not separate from you it's mm-hmm. not something that we need to try and attain it's like we already have it but anyway 
yeah. sorry, back to this. But I think, uh, connect- I think of it as like you ju- you have a blanket thrown over it and you just need to take that blanket off. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's just beautiful. like there's something sort of in the way. It's yeah. not like you, I don't know, it's not like you need to find it or attain it. No, it's, it's in there. you, it's a part of you. You just yeah. need to access it, uncover it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Tara is a great tool for that. I, I love the way that you put that. And Tara is a great tool for that. Tara is also a great tool for opening up your intuitive abilities, your psychic abilities, connecting to your spirit guides if, that, if that's something you want to do. Um, it's also fantastic for, um, going into the subconscious working through blocks doing shadow work I used it so much through my three-year journey of intense shadow work um, through healing as well it's just this really beautiful tool that has so many different elements to it and so many different uses to it that is helpful for you but also helpful for others so the course teaches all of this as with doing the intuitive tarot and learning how to read intuitively but also how to use the tarot for certain different aspects healing shadow work Yes, looking into future possible outcomes, that absolutely is what you can do, especially when you're very connected to um, your psychic abilities as well. Um, but it's just it's just such an incredible tool. So uh, it's teaching people how to read for themselves, teaching people how to read for others. And then I also have a bonus week, which I'm really excited about, which is on week eight, which is where I also teach people on how to uh, launch their own intuitive um, tarot business if they want, if that's something that they desire to do. I tend to get, the reason why I added that is because I tend to get a lot of clients in my mentorship program, um, even in readings, but also who, who especially who are returning clients. And then also people for my Uncover Your Hidden Spiritual Gifts session are actually wanting to do something like I do. And so it's me teaching just how to kind of um, start yourself up and then move, and then going from there. But it's just a course that I'm really excited about. Tara has been a huge part of my journey for the last seven years and something that I just really enjoy to use. I, I keep looking, you see my eyes keep darting because I'm like surrounded right now by like five different decks. <laughs> Always surrounded by decks. Um, but yeah, so that's it's something I'm really, really excited about. And um, it, so it starts April 10th. It's like I said, it's eight weeks. It's weekly um, calls, uh, group calls. It's also going to have some homework in between as well. So you can integrate what you're learning and practice what you're learning um, as well. Mm. I love that you're doing that extra week at the end, teaching people how to start their business because that's mm. the scary bit. Like it's it's grand doing it on yourself. It's grand doing it on your best friend or your mom or yeah. whoever. But like when it comes to actually putting yourself out there into the world, that's the that's the scary bit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. really good to have that. It's like the you know, the it's coming from your experience, you know, yeah, like exactly. your experience over the last year of exactly getting that's yourself exactly started. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah lovely. So teaching people what I did and you know as as with anything it's and you're the same because you're a teacher also okay like and 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 you help guide people we do it from our own personal experience mm. as, and I think that just makes the best types of teachers and we don't do it as a this is the only way we do it as a this is what I did and hey come along and try it and if it works for you amazing if some of it works for you amazing if none of it works for you that's okay but it, this is what has worked for me and I find that we tend to I don't know about you but I I, I have found myself uh, mentoring teaching and even doing readings for people who um, are, are very similar past versions of myself 
Yes. And they're going through things that I have been through <laughs> and they're telling me this stuff. I'm like, does this make sense? And I'm like, yes, this was me three years ago. Yes, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm able to give that even more, that, that bit more of that personal experience. So yes, the channel guidance, but the personal experience as well of how I navigated through something, not as a, a, a like the, the only way, obviously, but this is my personal experience. And I don't look at that as a coincidence. That's just what mm. the universe does. And that's what spirit does. They're like, hey, this person will actually really benefit from hearing your story or actually hearing on um, some of your advice or guidance around something. And I, I find that over and over and over again um, with, within my work and within my clients. And I find that that's very therapeutic for yourself because you can kind of look back on a crappy situation or something really challenging that you went through and go, oh, I helped this person today because I suffered through something in the past mm. and it, it gives you this little glimmer of like it's like it's like isn't that the whole point to life that we all live and help and live and help and share gather yeah. wisdom along the way and then continue to share it and continue to share it yeah. and like we're all kind of living and growing and learning together and healing yeah. you your healing then is almost like connected with other people in a way and you still probably wouldn't wish any of the major traumas that you've had or yeah. whatever on on yourself but it does just help you to look back and go okay I see the good now that has come from that yeah absolutely. and also seeing how you've grown from it you know what I mean yeah. definitely but it's that's something yeah. I love I love having clients that are me from a year or so ago or yeah. me from 10 years ago whatever and yeah. I'm just like come here let me help I you. know <laughs> me I, help you. I can help I know I'm who you're it's, looking for <laughs> right know? exactly it's funny it's yeah. like when I was saying when it, those um, a few years ago when I was going through that good I want to say two three year period of a lot um of stuff that I wouldn't wish on on on, on anybody but that it really I, I I remember I kept receiving this same message over and over again during those moments of you will this this here what you're going through will help others one day and I didn't quite mm. understand how or like 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 mm. how is what I'm going through right now I'm meant to help someone else and now I get it because I get so many people who have experienced those things that I was going through at that time who now come to see me for sessions. And I'm like, this is it. Now I get it. And I'm getting chills now as I talk about it. So yeah. it's confirmation, yeah. for, confirmation yeah. for spirit. It's funny. Yeah. I'm getting deja vu and I got a little chill as well. That's funny. What does deja vu mean? I don't know. There's probably some spiritual meaning for it. I loved it. Oh, oh my God. De deja vu is something I get all the time. But how? what, what I've come to um, see with deja vu, it's such an interesting thing, but um, for me, it always is a reminder that like we're on the right path because we're experiencing something we feel we've already experienced, right? Oh, so it's like, yes, keep going, you're on the right path, going the right direction, it's all good. Yeah. Sometimes they'll get a crazy deja vu and I'm like, oh my God, this is about to happen and I'll predict it. And within like hours or a few days, it's there and it happens. And I'm like, knew yeah. it, knew it. Other times I'm just like, this is weird. Called it, <laughs> called it. Called it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Love that for me. What's your favorite spiritual tool? If that's right. And you're going to say there's 20. I'm 20. Oh my God. I have like, I have like my whole spiritual toolbox <laughs> yeah, over here okay, that you guys can't see listening, but I have it. Um, so, Just, you know, I favorite... can't see it either. It's in her imagination. 
<laughs> in my hand, Leisha, right here. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see it. I can see it now. Um, so in my spiritual toolbox, I have to say that would my my go-to would be one of my cleansing techniques. It's a it's a new one actually that I put in there that I have been that was taught to me, but then I have now taught to a lot of my students who have become obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. It's a great clearing technique. I think that this is one of the ones I put in my uh, latest newsletter, actually. Yeah, so it's it's the solar plexus clearing technique. Do you um, want to share it with the, us for a sec? Yeah, I can totally share it. Yeah, yeah you're, cool. if you're up for that, I sure can. So basically, um, this is to clear any energy that's throughout your vessel, your energy, your uh, your aura um, that does not belong to you. And basically, you want to envision a beautiful massive gold light spinning at your solar plexus which for those who don't know where that is it's just above your navel and you want to um, envision that spinning hold the intention that it's spinning because not everybody can visualize if you can't visualize that's okay just hold the intention that's what's happening and as it's spinning as it's getting faster and faster and faster and faster what you want to say is all energy that does not belong to me is being cleared and then as you say that from this beautiful gold light there are gold beams shooting upwards, sidewards, downwards, out of your body, out of your aura, clearing all energy that is inside of your energetic field that does not belong to you. And that's one of my favorite clearing techniques. That's lovely. Yeah. I use that one when I feel the energy of someone else present that I just want to shake off or if I've had, um, or if it's got a little stagnant energy. Also, if you know, it's, it's a good one too, if you have, um, uh, if you actually have like a, a altercation or just like just not the nicest uh, interaction with somebody, it's then a great way to clear their energy from your field as well. It's mm. a good one. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so definitely. What if about you're... you? What's your favorite? I'm curious. Crying. <laughs> crying. Crying is a great one. It's a soul cleanse. Yeah, it crying is. is a soul cleanse. It is. I, oh I do it often. I, I, I have a soul cleanse at least. I don't know. I mean, Pisces season, I felt like I had a soul cleanse every day. It's yeah. just this. Oh, it's like yeah. a dramatic mess. Mm. Um, it's beautiful yeah. though. Crying is. That's <laughs> yeah. a great one. I'm, I'm going to put that in my toolbox. I think that's beautiful. I love that. I have a tendency to hold it in for very long periods of time. And then I, I just, it, yeah, I, I'll intentionally watch something on Netflix that I know is going to make me cry. Mm-hmm. what used to I used to love watching Grey's Anatomy for that single purpose because mm-hmm. they know how to pull at your heartstrings <laughs> <laughs> what is her name Shonda Rhimes is, is that her name anyway she's she's a very talented writer they just know how to like make you cry or how to get you to really care about a character in like three minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um but I yeah after like last week after the feeling so I hate to say the word abandoned because I, I I know that's all ego and it was that you felt that way I did feel that way though you know yeah. and and I know that I wasn't it was a, a learning thing and that was great but I wailed like a banshee like it just mm. was something that was inside me that needed to come out it was kind of a grief over just other mm. things that are happening and it was so cleansing like something lifted out of my soul or certainly out of my energy system or something like it just just to let it all out I remember when I used to go to a psychotherapist it had become at that time I was 30 so it was like eight years ago I I was in a place where I would cry maybe once every year or two 
and shocking, wow, shocking, okay. like, yeah. yeah. And um, one of the reasons I didn't want to go to therapy for so long was, when I think about it now, was the idea that I would start crying and I wouldn't be able to stop. Like, I literally thought I wouldn't be able to pull myself together in a whole hour and I'd have mm-hmm. to go back out onto the street and look like I had been crying for an hour. <laughs> oh yeah. The things that you think. And I would hold every crappy thing that had happened to me during the week. And you know, when you're going to therapy, like all your everything in your whole life is coming up and coming up. Like I would literally walk in and sit down and just look at her and I'd just start crying. <laughs> be like yeah. this is my safe space you know and yeah. it was and actually I think it was when I finished with her that's when I started watching Grey's Anatomy because I was like oh I get to have my cry every week but I, I I'm not so much like that anymore now I will cry at anything An Instagram post a tv ad like oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's no. one Instagram page that gets me every time. It's the, it's it's the good movement. Anything they post, it's it's all good stuff, but it just mm. pulls at your heartstrings. And I'm like, oh my god, crying. Mm. I think you know what though. What, what you said though is so true about how when you haven't when you've suppressed something for so long, mm. the thought of opening that up can be scary because you think you're gonna cry forever. Mm. I do remember when I finally opened up a pretty old wound a few years ago. I think I cried for about three hours straight. Just would not stop. But it was something I had suppressed for like. 19 years so there was, mm. was a lot to come up from it was in it was 19 years worth of of, of um of suppression so yeah. finally having that come up I think I cried for about three hours so I do I do get that fear but now it's just like I, I just allow myself to experience the emotions because like you said it's clearing to me I call it like yeah. a soul cleanse it's so beautiful yeah soul cleanse that sounds lovely actually this makes it sound so romantic I'm just, <laughs> just gonna go upstairs now and have a good soul cleanse you may hear noises (laughs) pardon I said I'm a Pisces moon so I'll romanticize anything (laughs) (laughs) getting crying yes I just don't don't pay any attention to the disturbing sounds that are coming out of my bedroom (laughs) just step away soul cleanse I could get a little sign and put it on my bedroom door soul cleanse in progress (laughs) oh that's so funny Felicity, I see a lot of people these days having such rigid thinking around spirituality. And I myself, and a part of the reason why I even started this podcast is to kind of introduce a sort of a flowiness or a, an open-mindedness to all aspects of spirituality. Like spirituality for me isn't even as much to do with the with angels, etc., as it is to do with being a decent human being, but also to do with like belief systems and stuff like that. I find that people are pigeonholing themselves Hmm. and having very strict, rigid thinking around things that prevents them from experiencing so many other things. Do you ever do you experience that in the community? Massively in the community. I think uh, there's even just this whole generalized idea of what spirituality is in the sense that spirituality is the practice that you do. It's the, it's, it's your morning routine. It's your evening routine. It's if you talk to angels, if you talk to galactics, if you do grounding, you know, whatever it is, but spirituality at the end of the day is your connection to yourself. It's a homecoming. That's how I love to put it. I put, because this is how it was for me. When I really um, dove into my spirituality, I experienced a homecoming, which was the connection to my soul. It wasn't a homecoming to source. It wasn't the homecoming to my guides. It was a homecoming to my soul where I reconnected with my soul. Um, and so I think it's so important that people don't put themselves in a box. Spirituality mm-hmm. at the end of the day 
Like I said, it's a homecoming. It's not about what you do and don't do. And I think too often people get stuck um, thinking that, okay, well, I like I started my spiritual um, practices and my spirituality doing, uh, you know, for example, witchcraft. I must always do this. And it's like, well, no, you can also do that and do A, B, and C. By the way, you can also go out and ha- have some cocktails on the weekend, okay? It's, it's, it's not about what you eat or don't eat if you drink or if you don't drink. That's not spirituality either. That's all bullshit ego in, in in my complete opinion of people putting themselves on a pedestal i can't stand the pedestal bs in the spiritual community it drives me insane i'm rubbing my temples right now it's not about that that is such a hyper spirituality that people get lost in and it's another form of bypassing and escapism what people need to understand is that don't put yourself into a box the first thing i tell so many of my clients don't put yourself into a box allow yourself to explore things i delve in witchcraft i delve into tarot i also delve into channeling i delve into meditation i also like to go out and dance on the floor to like pony by genuine at the club (laughs) with a spicy margarita or three i'm still a spiritual bitch like it's okay (laughs) when people put themselves into a box they stay stuck at the end of the day it's about a homecoming to who you are it's about knowing yourself on at a core level and it's about the expression of your authentic being that's what it is that's actually so perfectly put i find that it's so hypocritical and to be honest i kind of stand back and start to giggle to myself about it like but it's so hypocritical like so many people are wanting to shun religion but they're not realizing that what they're doing is creating another religion you know creating the aspects of not even the good aspects of the religion they're creating their own rigid boundaries around something and it's like so many cults within the spiritual community yeah literally so so many of them are freaking cults like that are under the label of twin flames for example i'm gonna put that out there it's literally like that there are so many there are so many of these like little labels whether it's twin flame whether it's um like star seed whatever it is it doesn't matter there's all these little labels and then underneath that people get stuck in these boxes and they follow these gurus and these gods quotation marks put them on a pedestal and then they lose their identity in the process it's just it's it's all cult-like sovereignty Mm. people sovereign being yeah (laughs) you should yeah Yeah, absolutely or any kind of a system where you're being discouraged to think for yourself or let's not begin but the conspirituality subsection of spirituality is has almost driven me out of spiritual community on several occasions but I just realized I need to just needed to just pivot and be strict with my boundaries and that sort of thing like there's conspiracy theories are not the main part of spiritual communities but they're there and you just have to kind of have an awareness around that and as you said use your discernment because there's so much bs out there but um you know that's the internet there's freedom of speech that's grand i think any sort of a turn that you take towards that sort of stuff is just a really good learning lesson for you Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, I I always remind myself of this too, is that each individual here on this earth is going through their own unique soul journey. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you get people who um, really put themselves and talk about the pedestal with being about what's woke and what's not woke and who's woke and who's not woke, it's just a form of separating people. And it's it's when really it's like about coming together. So it doesn't matter if someone's spiritual or not. At the end of the day, that's their journey and that's their soul's journey. Excuse me. And it's not our... Um, it's, it's, it's not up to us or anyone else to tell someone how they should live their life and the things that they should do or how they should lead their spiritual practice. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. about you should do this. It's about, Hey, if you want to do this, try this. 
that's what it's about. If you like it, great. If you don't, no worries. Like you'll find something that, that you resonate with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, that's not to say that anyone who's in something like, um, we'll say the Catholic Church, because we know about that. That's not to say that people who are within that belief system or even strongly involved in the church, that doesn't mean that they play into all of the patriarchy yeah, or the inequality or the... Yeah you know, no sex before marriage or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's people so within, by. Yeah, people within those communities can also be free thinking, extremely spiritual people. You know, mm. it just so happens that that is how they were raised. It's very interesting. Like actually I know a nun who God should be a great guest actually I was thinking now. <laughs> I love nuns. Yeah, she's my cousin's auntie like on the other side mm -hmm. she works in a women's prison in Dublin and she yeah. is big into like energy and stuff like that and it's like mm -hmm. and she's a nun you know yeah. <laughs> it's a like lot of the nuns, a lot of the nuns are. Yeah. yeah yeah they do and my my mum went to uh like somewhere for a weekend uh I guess it, I guess like a retreat but it was with nuns and she spoke about some of this, the stuff that they did and it's very heavy in in the spiritual practices and actually nothing to do with the catholic religion so you're absolutely mm -hmm. right it doesn't matter if you know we talk about the catholic church because we grew up we, we like we had that experience with it so we wouldn't go ahead and talk about a religion we don't have experience with right yeah. of growing up in it um so of course this can relate to anything but there are um, people within all sorts of uh communities and religions and belief systems that are very open and they're very sovereign still in that community in that belief system they they mm. still at the end of the day use their discernment and they filter through the information that they've been given mm. Yeah, yeah. And like when you think about it, praying, like sitting down and saying your prayers is just it's meditating. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the same exactly. thing. You know, it is. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, think about it like I have an altar behind me that you can see on Zoom, mm. right? With a lot of my witchy stuff. Mm. It's the same thing. I that see I that there's there's a dagger, there's dead birds, there's skulls. Funny <laughs> yeah, joking. Skulls. There's a dead rat, there's a dead yeah. rat there in the back. Did you you just freshly killed? I can see the steam coming freshly off of killed. it. <laughs> oh i could never yeah, i could never uh it was just a bat there back there too but i remember being like i used to be an altar girl and if you know the catholic faith you know what that is i used to be an altar girl and it's like you know i remember going to church at mass and you would go and you'd light a candle and you would place it on the altar and you would kneel in front of it and you would pray very similar to actually i don't quite do that but it's like similar to having an altar and you do your own little work your own spiritual work there you pray yeah. you um you meditate like you were saying it's it's exactly like that yeah, yeah. so there's lots of lots of little crossovers there yeah. yeah and even though you have your altar which is like a <laughs> and by the way for anyone who it's beautiful it's very pretty no 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 dead anything um <laughs> you 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 can prepare an altar as like a place to sort of I think of it as like a place where you're you're deciding, oh, this is my place now where I'm going to put all my focus on my spiritual connection. But that doesn't in any way take away from having a spiritual connection 24 seven. No, I've you know? got I've got it 24 seven. I can't get away yeah. from it. <laughs> I have to have literally exit at nighttime where I say I am not to be disturbed. This is my sleep time. Yeah. I am open only when I am awake. Okay, thank you. Don't yeah. be disturbed. 
No, exactly. So you can have these things that that I think just create a sense of ritual if you're into that kind of stuff. If you're not mm. into that, that's okay. You don't have to have that either, which is going back to what we we're talking before about in a day, an altar behind me doesn't make me spiritual. It's just a part of my spiritual practices. What makes yeah. me spiritual is just being a, a, a being in this human body. That's what makes me spiritual. Existing. Existing, just purely existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For me as well, uh, being in nature can be a very spiritual oh, experience. The best yeah. thing ever, trees. Yeah, and I'll especially yeah, love a good I love a good tree hug, especially yeah. this time of the year for us on this side of the globe. It's spring and the birds are chattering, and it's just like oh, you can just feel this lift in the air. Yeah. And we're having like a mini early summer here, which is amazing. Beautiful. Seventeen degrees, Felicity. Roasting oh my god, hot. I can't believe you call that an early summer. <laughs> no. You're like that's freezing. Caroline hate would be like I'd be there like dressed in like a turtleneck. Really? Yeah. being a little dramatic but (laughs) it is a beautiful experience to to be in nature and to have that experience there where you just feel so at one like that spirituality to say that it's just being at one yeah Mm. with yourself and with and with and with your surroundings like with earth and being at one with the cosmos it's that whole connection it's Mm -hmm. it's so it's so beautiful and nature is one of my favorite things so Felicity, thank you so much for joining me today. It, I hope you have felt the honor of being my first guest. <laughs> so honored to be your first guest. Oh my goodness. No, why are you laughing? I'm like so honored when, when you invited me on. I was like, yes, oh my God, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So no, thank you so much for having me. And You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. And I have to say you and a handful of other people, but you have been such an important part of my spiritual development over the last year huge huge like we met like a year and a bit ago um Mm. never been in person together you know what I mean like which is just so (laughs) funny but you're definitely one of these people where I feel like I really 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 deeply mean the phrase soul sister (laughs) yes 100% yeah 100% and you've do you know I will just be voice noting and you'll just say one sentence and I'd be like that is exactly what the message that my team needed to get to me today thank you messenger felicity you know like there's so many little things like that that have helped me so much along the way and your readings anyone who's listening like you do absolutely amazing tarot readings there's so much no no shade to tarot but there's so much more than tarot i think you know yeah they are no they are they are yeah 100 percent yeah really beautiful channeled messages from spirit and just so helpful you know thank you it's not like just for I know for legal reasons in Australia you have to say that it's for entertainment Entertainment purposes purposes. (laughs) it is like so I do keep them entertaining yeah they are entertaining yeah you do actually so I like that um but besides that they're so helpful and so there's so much real tangible advice and real like just soul guidance and so many times you've just as I said said exactly what I've needed to hear in that moment so thank you so much for that soul sister thank you soul sister I'm so grateful to have met you and honestly from the bottom of my heart you're just such a beautiful incredible soul and I'm so thankful to have met you and I know it's like you like you and I um like a few other people who I know it's like we haven't met in person yet but we 
but we've met before. This isn't yeah. our first time around. We're, yeah. we're seeing each other in past lives somewhere. Exactly, exactly. So, no, That's I appreciate sure. you so much. And you've been a huge help to my own journey, especially for all your support with my with the work that I do and with Enchanted by Soul. You've been such a supportive, um, genuine, kind-hearted person. And I, and I can't thank you enough for that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jenny's in a mood today. You should have seen her. She just sat there. And just stared at Felicity. I mean, so rude. Jenny, I'm allowed to have other friends, okay? Like, this is a little... I feel a little bit controlled. And a little bit like you're not letting me, you know, spread my wings outside of the box. I, I don't want to be in a box. You have me in a box and I'd like to be out of the box. Can we communicate clearly here with this? Yeah, okay, okay, I understand. I told you a few lies to get you to be my producer. I told you there'd never be anyone else. I know, I know, I just, like you've an amazing reputation, so I just really wanted to get you in. And, you know, I thought once you're here, you kind of soften. And But there's a bit of a controlling. So if you could just work on the controllingness and I'll work on the being your best friend. It's, you know, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but I suppose it's something I could work on if you could just work on your aspect of the the loosening of the reins a little bit and just you know like sitting there throwing felicity daggers the whole time was just not cool so we need to that's something we need to work on we need yeah are you open to that open to exploring that aspect of your lovely personality yeah Okay, because the thing is, there are, there will be more guests. So, like, I don't want to have a reputation of being the person who has a producer who makes people uncomfortable. So if you could just, please, please, I know you are the queen of bitch face. And I know that it, like, is something that you actually take a lot of personal pride in. But this is quite important to me, this podcast. And I really want to have more guests on. And, okay, I know this is difficult. Okay, I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I can have more people on and you'll be more welcoming and kind. Okay, I can have more people on, but you'll just be you. That's fine. I'll settle for it. I'll settle for it. Okay, thank you. Please don't leave me. I need you. Thank you. So there we go. I hope that you enjoyed that. If you would like to find out more about Felicity and her Tara School, you can find her at Enchanted by Soul on Instagram. You can find me at Leisha.o.connor. Or if you'd like to chat to me about the podcast, you can email me at spiritualseedspodcast at gmail.com. I'm currently taking on clients for one-to-one -one mentorship for unlocking your channeling gifts. If that's something that you'd be interested in doing, give me a shout. Talk to you soon.